need to get dogs to attack people's crotches. Got you, homie. So one of the things I've noticed with doing the the edits, especially like last night, mm-hmm. is like I can just start recording whenever I want to, like right now. Anyway. Anyways. So um, let's get started for this week. How was your vacation? That's what I really much want to know. needed, homie. Yeah. Like I was at that point at work where like I'm just angry all the time, and yeah. it's because you just need a break. Yeah. Like I don't need to quit. I yeah. don't hate my job. Yeah. I actually love it a lot. I I just needed a break. I yeah. just needed a break. And not only that, I was frustrated because the weather out here is trifling. Mm-hmm. This is the worst summer. I've been here for about three summers, and it's my third summer, and the summer's the worst. The last two summers were gorgeous. They were so nice. I was bragging to friends in um, Cali. I was just like, y'all wish y'all had trees. Yeah. And, yeah. Like, and all this sun and all this hiking and water. But, um, yeah, it rained all of July. It started, it rained the day I got back which was uh monday and has been raining since yeah so i was just kind of like welcome home right i'm like it's august son it's august and so the yeah so the main reason was i needed some sun i needed to be out in the sun i needed to feel like summer and that's why i went to socal to visit some friends like everybody i I went and saw damn near everybody yeah i still have people i haven't seen yet you look like you had a lot of fun i had a lot of fun because i usually just stick to my core group of friends my best friends right like Every time I go out and do that, I get shit from other people. Right. Like, yo, you didn't come visit me. I didn't know you were in town. And so I was like, all right, put your money where your mouth is. You want right. to hang out? Let's do this. And then everybody said yes. And I was like, god damn it. I was trying oh, to yeah. just yeah. chill. <laughs> I thought everybody was going to be. But then that's because Seattle's gotten um, real passive aggressive on me. I keep thinking people out here act like people in Cali. Yeah. And I'm like, no, nah, that's not how it is. You make plans with people in Cali, they follow through. Yeah. Like, we get tacos and $5 margaritas, let's do yeah. this. Yeah, yeah. So. I've definitely gotten more acclimated here to, oh, yeah, I'll be there. And then exactly. they're not there. And, and then, it's like, well, all right, I'm just going to go by myself, you know? Um, yeah. One of the things I learned from one of my really, really good friends from when we used to ride together um, is he would just show up somewhere. Hmm. Like, so if, you know, he knows people in like different states and everything like that. And instead of him being like, hey, I'm coming to you. See, you know how people make those big announcements. Right. And they want you to be there. And if you're not there, they get butthurt. Cause right. It's like, well, I came to your city. Right. Um, one of the things I noticed that when me and him and, you know, our crew that we used to ride with. Mm-hmm. Whenever we would go to certain places where we knew people, they'd be like, oh, well, come meet us over here. Or let's go do this, blah, blah. And Cali was one of the mm-hmm. biggest um, ones for that, where people be like, oh, you got to come over here. You got to come over here. But then what he used to say is, dude, I already came like here. I came to your state. I came to your city. You can come to me now or you can meet me over here. I'm going to go to this beach. Meet me at this beach. Or mm-hmm. I'm going to go to this restaurant. Meet me at this restaurant. Mm-hmm. Like I'm on vacation. I'm not here looking for you. So mm. um what would happen is if he didn't then go try to catch up with people where they said they wanted to meet, right. they wouldn't make time. And be like, oh, man, I guess I'll catch you next time. And it's right. like, well, I was in your city, so I'll see you when I see you. So right. what he started doing is he'll just post that he's in the city. Like, okay. oh, I'm here in Cali, I'm here in L.A., or I'm here in Albuquerque, like whatever. Right. And then if you want to meet him... This is where he's at. I'm going to be at That's this restaurant at this did. time. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to be at this place at this time. Like, mm-hmm. if you want to hang out, cool. But if yeah. not, 
don't get mad at me if I don't see you because exactly. I told you where I'm at. Exactly. And so I adopted that the last couple of times I went to Phoenix. Yeah. And um, it, it works it, better it, that way. It does work better because when I went back probably, I think it was almost a year ago now, it was the first time I went back to visit Arizona after I left. And um, I told a few people that I was coming and those people like showed up. Mm-hmm. But the people that I just popped up on, they didn't they didn't come out. Yeah. But then they were like, well, you didn't tell me you were coming, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, but I was in your city and I was there for like three days. <laughs> right. And I was in the same area we used to hang out in. I was in downtown Phoenix. Right. I actually went to our old job that you still work at. <laughs> like, I made myself very. You didn't make yourself you could have found You could have found me if you really, really wanted to. So... Oh, she's not letting me look at her family photos. No, I forgot he did that. I forgot I, he did you that. Know what? My, my you husband know what? put our, um, on our are, Apple TV our screensaver just photos of us. You are the <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh shit, no. And you are my other Jessica friend who has that where their husband did that. Well, actually, I think Kalika, her. Um, okay. I think she did that because you know how she is. I don't think her. I don't think her husband did that. Um, Kalika so fake mean yeah she's she, actually she's, a, she's sweetheart. a sweetheart i think what what with what it is with her is she's not going to be nice to you if you're not worth it so once she finds out that you're willing to get through that that mean exterior it's like mm-hmm. oh i'll love you forever now right so she's but i'm not going to waste my energy being nice to you up front just to find out that you're not being like um you're not being real with me. You're not being genuine with me. Right. I think she's probably had like a few friends over the years that have been like just fake. So I get it. I that get would it. make sense. I get that it would from, make sense. from her point of view. Because yeah. I know one of her friends um, that she was planning a wedding for, she had an issue like that. Like, um, Oh, they, yeah. You, like out of nowhere, it just turned into like she was just being this asshole and everything like that. And she's like. You're not the person I thought you were. And it's mm. like, you know, that's No, I get that. Out. I can see Kalika being the type of person where she feels like people have let her down. And so mm. she's just like, nope, you're getting the asshole until mm-hmm. I find out you're worth, exactly. like, my kindness. So, all right. me, I'm just an asshole in general. You're, like, one of the nicest people I've ever met, so shut up. I'm, well, Everybody tells Joe told me that at work. Yeah. Because um, apparently one of our coworkers is having trouble training a new person. And I was just like, look, you need to listen to her because once I get a hold of you, yeah. it's over. <laughs> and Joe's like, what are you talking about? You're one of the nicest people I've ever met. Six servers out of nowhere are just like, that's because she didn't train you. And I'm like, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yep, yep. And the truth comes out. I don't play these games. Well, I mean, I'll be nice. Like, I said this in front of um one of our new people recently. Mm-hmm. Um, They were like, oh, this is such and such. And I was like. I'm not going to remember their name. And, <laughs> and, they were like, and uh, one of the other bartenders was like, oh, yeah, I'm probably not going to remember their name for a while either. I was like, honestly, every time I learn someone's name, they quit. Mm, so yeah. at this point, there's no reason for me to learn your name until you've been, once you're here for like three, four months, then I'll learn your name. That, that and was, then they, um... this, that server turned around like, damn, that was kind of harsh. And I'm like, dude, the last person whose name I just learned, they quit the next week. I yeah. was like, 
I put in that effort to learn their name, <laughs> and they quit. I'm like, I'm through with this. I'm, no. I'm not doing this anymore. That that was you know? Amanda. Like, everybody's like, Amanda's mean. And I'm just like, and I, did, I thought so, too. I was like, this girl is mean yeah. and, like, standoffish and cold. But, like, she had been with that company for so long and yeah. seen so much turnover and yeah. seen so many people come and go that she's just like, when you're here six months, you can get the nice Amanda. Yeah. And I was there for longer than six months. And yeah. she was just like, okay, I guess she's sticking around. And she yeah. did. She, Totally, day and night was so nice to me. Yeah. Like starting conversations, just having random like talks with me about stuff. Because before I couldn't get a word out of yeah. her. I would be like, hi, Amanda. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. I don't even think she knew my name for three months. Yeah. I <laughs> so, wouldn't be surprised. I mean, I mean, when you work at a job that has high turnover like that, you're yeah. like, all right, yeah. homie. So. Yeah. Just another face. Yeah. Cool. Well, right. let's get started on. Um, so. On this week's shit, well, yeah. for me, well, not for me, for both of us. Hold on, homie, Spider-Man. we got an intro. Oh, man. You didn't even tell people uh, who we are. This is uh, happens when we take a vacation. For now, uh, start no. fucking up. I know, I know, <laughs> right, I know. do it again. Well, <laughs> this is Fernando. One, two, three, go. <laughs> this is Fernando. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, screw that. We're <laughs> not singing it. We're not singing it. I can't do it. All right, so... Name our podcast. Yeah. Introduce yourself. Yeah, this is back on our bullshit. As always, I am Fernando, except for when I'm not Fernando. <laughs> except when I'm not. Yeah, joined by my lovely co host, Trax the Destroyer. Trax the Destroyer. Gotta put the D A. The Destroyer. I have not seen you change that on your social media yet. I so. got, I will. I will change. I mean. I am. I'm going to change it on my know, Twitter. No, normally, you're the one who does the clapping. I got to clap right now. Because, <laughs> you know, you've had some time. I did. And it has not been changed I yet. did. I will, I will fix that. When we get, like, five more listeners, they're going to be like, well, where is this track to the story? I can't I find know. it. You know you what? Know? I'm going to do that right now. Because we are, we are getting some listeners. I know we are. Because I... I have, you know, some people Even telling me that they're listening. Even if all we're doing is um, shouting into the ether, that's fine. It's still a good time At, hanging out with you. Eventually, it is an excellent time talk. always talking with you. But we are getting people listening. I've had a few okay. people talk to me and be like, "Yeah, I've been listening to the podcast. I'm enjoying it." Da, da, da. Nice. Like, well, you know, give me some insight on what you want us to talk about next. But I think a lot of times when people know you directly, they feel a little intimidated trying to give you. Right. Uh, suggestions on what to talk about is people who don't even know you that that got all the balls to be like, hey, you need to talk about this or hey, <laughs> I don't I don't like it when you talk about that. Right. You know, but your friends are always going to be your friends. Exactly. Um, but yeah, so Bam. this is another Changed week. It. There we go. Tracks the destroyer. You didn't put duh. <laughs> duh destroyer. Look, look, we have spelled it a certain way. What? You spelled we it that way? I thought you were duh, saying it that duh way. Duh destroyer. Tracks the destroyer. All right, look, I ain't got time. You know what? You could put the. The is okay. I like the though. T H A. T H A would be good. Okay. Tracks the destroyer. I like that. All right. This week. What are we getting into first? Honestly, let's just go ahead and get started with what has been announced this week with Spider Man leaving the MCU. My God. Um, I hope that everyone gets off their asses and fixes this. Um, it's not going to happen. I really hope that it does. I, I, I saw Jeremy Renner came out yesterday and was, uh, he made a post about it. Time out, though. Yeah. I, everybody, like, all these headlines, Jeremy Renner tries to save Spider-Man. Jeremy yeah. Renner destroys Sony. I go and click on this fool's post. I'm like, this is the most milk toast thing I've ever seen. It's I a was picture like, of him. It's just clickbait. <laughs> yeah. And it like, first off, it's, it's a screen cap. A 
of a gif <laughs> of him in the soul stone. Like, just, it was just dumb. Yeah. And then all he said was, bring Spider-Man back. Some easy you know, mess. You know what's funny? How I felt about it? What? Is when I, when I clicked on it and saw the article, I was like, oh yeah, he's joining in. He said what he's got to right. say. And then when I saw that photo, I was like, this is the equivalent of... Making a tweet saying thoughts and prayers for yes! the people who yes, just went through you. something. It's like, exactly. hey, look at me. I mean, right. I, I don't it have an issue with Jeremy Renner. Kind I, of I, I like Jeremy post. Renner. He gets a lot of flack. But honestly, if you're going to make a post about saving Spider-Man, you can't put the photo as you right. looking off like like you like you're looking at Spider-Man walk away or something like that. He's right. just got this longing look. We know that was all about Black Widow. Anyway, come on, right. man. It was just. And you, you know what it was. As people he, it he doesn't have any photos of him with Spider-Man in the film. That too. That's what that is. He yeah. could, but he could have photoshopped him standing behind, you know, Tom. He could have just photo. He could have just had a photo of Tom Holland, but anyway, but him photoshopped in it. That would have been oh better because it would have been funny at least. It's not even the photo that bothers me. It's the little quote and everybody's like, and, and people blowing <laughs> headlines up for clickbait. I was like, fuck out of here. They did the same thing to Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. And Ryan Reynolds didn't say anything. Yeah. He, he, he did. He, um, everybody was blowing up uh, his reply to a tweet. After the whole Sony news broke, um, someone was like, well, does this mean now that I get a Spider-Man Deadpool movie? And I was like, bitch, why would you? Like, yeah. you are not reading the headlines correctly yeah. or reading the story. That's why would that the, happen? That's, that's the, the opposite. opposite. Yeah. That's the opposite. But Ryan Reynolds replied... Of course you will, in my heart. And everybody's like, Ryan Reynolds pissed off about Sony. <laughs> I'm like, no, he's not. Wow. He said nothing of that. That y'all, quickly. Right? Exactly. <laughs> y'all be just trying to hot, get these clickbaits with the most ridiculous mess. I, but anyway. I'm just really through with clickbait, too. Oh, that's a whole uh, other story. Look at, look at these people from blah, 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 blah. And then you go and you click once. It ends up being like 40 clicks. Look, man, I understand that you got to get your advertising dollars. Right. But just just let me look at one thing. I, I shouldn't have to look through 40 photos to see the one photo that was at the bottom. Right. Because now you've made it to a point where no one clicks on it. So you're mm -hmm. not getting any advertisement. So. Well, my main uh, thing yeah. about clickbait real quick, because I don't spend too much time on this. True. Is um, when... Actual news organizations frame their headline a certain way, like, and to get you to go, oh shit, and then you click on it, and then that's not even it. Mm -hmm. My favorite thing, though, is them getting called out online. They did, um, that happened with uh, Christian Bale. Christian Bale made some comments about the Me Too and the way they framed the headline. It made it sound like he was just like, it's a bullshit movement or something, mm -hmm. or he was like against it. And I, I guess everybody clicked on it to read it, which was nice because a lot of people just read headlines. Mm -hmm. um, but a bunch of everybody clicked on the article and then replied um, back to oh, I wish I could remember who it was um, who did this bullshit. But everybody was just like, yo, your your headlines misleading. Yo, you're misleading with this bullshit. Y'all yeah. are just doing this shit for clickbait. He never said that. <laughs> That's not what the article is about, right. blah, blah, blah. The same thing happened to Liam Neeson, which puts his career in like some danger about that whole statement about how his friend got raped by a black mm -hmm. guy and he was looking out going to kill anybody and blah, blah, blah. The Guardian took that as their headline mm -hmm. and ran with it and damn near damaged this man's career. Yeah. And they didn't, um, well, they and only released the clip of that. Yeah, and they and didn't that movie release the whole, yeah. After that. 
And they didn't release the whole conversation of what he was saying, which was that he knew he was wrong. He yeah. knew what he felt was fucked up. He knows that his his emotions were too reactionary and ridiculous. Yeah. And that's exactly what his movie at the time was about, about mm-hmm. this man who's just angry and reacting on instinct instead of thinking wholly about the whole mm-hmm. situation. And at that point, the internet had made too much noise yeah. that Liam Neeson's voice wasn't coming through. Right. And his, his explanation. And I was just like, well, The Guardian needs to fucking apologize for that. They did, but damage was damage already was done. done. Yeah. yeah. So, it was already done because once once the memers caught on to that. Exactly. And thinking, oh, once all you in, find out Liam Neeson's a racist, blah, yeah, blah. And then, yeah. then it just grows exponentially. Like, right. the train's already left the station. Exactly. You know? Um. But yeah, so that was it for clickbait. So, you, but yeah. you're absolutely right. You're so, absolutely right. And with this one, with when I Renner when I thing. well, to bring it back to the Spider-Man thing, what I first felt, I uh, I open up my Google um, mm-hmm. Chrome mm-hmm. on my phone, and it shows me suggested stories. Yeah, that's how I, I see a lot too. of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Well, the first one was uh, Spider-Man leaves MCU. And, I thought and so that was I immediately a joke clicked headline. On it. I really I did. did too. And then when I clicked on it and read the headline of the article, I was like, oh man, he's already gone. Um, but then later on, I saw. Conjecture, and then like, yeah. there was a thousand articles from people right. I do trust that came out and said right. the same thing. I was like, oh no, this shit is real. Yeah. But I, but, since then, what I've been reading has said that it's not like a done deal that is completely over. It just doesn't look promising. And from what I'm hearing, a lot of it, because Sony released a statement today. We'll I, get to that because okay. their, their statement is petty. Yeah, that was a petty statement. It was I the most even, petty statement I, I've I ever I skimmed read. through it a little bit so you could talk um, yeah. better about it than I it can. Fucking but petty. yeah, it felt petty before I even read it. <laughs> as soon as Sony opened their mouth, it felt right. petty because they never say anything, ever. Well, since they're hack, they they've learned to keep right. their mouth shut. But they, exactly, they so be- so basically, they were literally just sitting on the couch, being like, you know what, I got something to say about this. I ain't gonna let y'all just drag my name through. Which that that's that's when you really feel it, like it hits you in your heart, right? right? There, you really got to let it out, you know. Um, I I do hope that they fix this because. For one, you're leaving this last film on a cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. Like, where do you go from there? You know, okay, what I mean? well, if if it's not still contained in the MCU, because now you can't use these characters that were built within the MCU's version that well, Spider-Man integrated into. Let's give some background real quick on okay. what um, we're talking about. So, uh, I don't know how many years ago it was. Um, probably around the time that Fox first did X Men. But Marvel was apparently bankrupt Mm -hmm. and, like, losing um, money. So they started selling their properties to anybody that would buy them. And for any price. Right. And we we spoke about this on the last episode. Exactly. So uh, X-Men went to Fox. Mm -hmm. Hulk went to Universal. Spider-Man went to Sony. Yeah. That is why Spider-Man... That is why Sony has Spider-Man. Right. So apparently um, Marvel had sold Spider-Man to Sony um, in order to obtain producing rights. Um, this happened in 2015. Oh, yeah, this happened in 2015, apparently. This is their, their last agreement. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Sony obtains the rights and ownership of Spider-Man. Marvel gets to be uh, stay on as a producer. Right. Um, 
I'm looking through my notes. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So basically, oh, um, and Marvel sold it for five percent of the first week of uh, like sales profits, right. which is garbage. Yeah. They is so that lets you know that they were going bankrupt. Oh yeah. <clears throat> and they were just selling stuff yeah. off to they keep afloat. They had a garage afloat. sale. Yeah. They, they had, had exactly. Yeah. That's perfect. They, they had, had a garage, had a garage sale. sale on their properties. Yeah. Um. So that was when they were under a different leadership than Kevin Feige, apparently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Kevin Feige being the, the comic book nerd and fanboy he is, he was already working for the company, but he had pitched this idea of like in order to uh, whatever comic book characters that they still had the rights to, Iron Man, Cap, all mm-hmm. that kind of, um, Black Widow, Hawkeye. Um, he had pitched a better way in order to make those movies. Right. And his idea of the shared universe and all that. So that's how Kevin Feige ended up moving up the ranks through Marvel yeah. and being uh, a bridge between Marvel and Disney. Right. So have you seen the special feature version of uh, Endgame? I watched... Wait, it depends on... So on the Endgame, if you buy the the DVD or get the digital copy, mm-hmm. um, there's special features up there like gag reel and things like that. Oh yeah, I watched um, the bloopers. I watched um, their little 12-minute Captain America little feature. Did you watch the one on Iron Man? No. Okay, so the one where they start talking about Iron Man, uh-huh. they actually uh, give a lot of the same information as well. Which really? really? I didn't think they were that bold about they it. They did because they basically were saying how Feige was like there but didn't have as much input, you know, at that point. And then I, yeah. I also read an article after our last episode. Mm-hmm. I think I sent it to you where it was talking about how uh, the MCU was built and how um No, how you Feige sent me um, a Ron Burgundy thing. Who popped up out of nowhere for yeah. like a bunch of press? <laughs> I was like, "What is happening?" <laughs> I, I send you a lot of things. I, I'll um, get to it. But yeah, but there anyway, was yeah. there was an article after the last time we we spoke on okay. the episode because we were talking about the old um, head of Marvel, right? Like as far as the film version, right? And um, that guy's still there, was. but he's, he's still I think there. he's only in charge of their TV shows. Yeah, like now Feige isn't under him the way that exactly, he used to be. right? And um, that article actually went really in depth on okay. all of that. And if you find about, it, send it to me, please. I will. Um, I'm, I think I sent it to you in a tweet, mm-hmm. which I'll just go through and double okay. check. Um, but that was a really, really good right. article. Um, but go ahead. No, uh, so that's the background of it. It's just that Marvel had a garage sale. Um, This uh, before Kevin Feige became who Kevin Feige is now. Um, And I really thought his name was Kevin Feige. (laughs) I didn't know how to pronounce it for forever until I I watched some behind the scenes thing, and everybody kept going Feige, Feige. I was like, okay, that's how you say it. it. (laughs) Got it. I thought it was Feige. Yeah, I thought it was Beige with an F. Beige. I was like, oh, so it's Feige. Yeah, that's what I thought. I thought he he was French. (laughs) Right. Kevin Feige. He looks it. So um, he had a superhero name. Exactly. Producer. My name is Phage. Right? <laughs> and uh, I feel like Kevin Feige, what happened from what I understand is like Kevin Feige was just one of many voices in a room mm-hmm. with an old man who wasn't listening. Mm-hmm. And then somehow somebody took a chance on him, listen, and it Marvel and the MCU became what it is now because he took over. Well, the article was, was basically saying how there were some things that he suggested. Mm-hmm. Um, in the earlier versions of the films, the ones that weren't under Disney, mm-hmm. like uh, Iron Man 1 and stuff like that, that the 
other person that he used to have to answer to shot those down. Right. He didn't want to do them. He was like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And Faye kept like pushing for him and they wouldn't do those things. And then there yeah. started being like pushback from fans like, oh, this didn't work. This didn't work. So then people were like, well, yeah, oh, it sounds like Feige's actually... Didn't he have an issue with like an, a female superhero leading her own movie and a black superhero? He had like, yeah, he was, he had he was a like lot sexist issues. and racist. Yeah, he had and a Kevin lot of Feige's... issues with like any progression at all. Exactly. He didn't um, want to progress and Kevin Feige from the beginning was like, yo, like we need to progress. Right. Well, Which it, took it was... so long for Black Panther and the it, Black Widow movie. Um, the, the turning point was uh, Feige was going to leave. Yeah, I remember that. When when they... when. Disney found out that Feige was going to leave. They were like, well, how about you just report directly to us? Exactly. Let's just cut this guy out because he's holding these films back. Yeah. And the ideas that you're coming up with, they do seem like they would work. Half the ones we do go with work. And the ones we don't go with and we go the other way, they don't work. So how about we just hand the keys over to you because you can drive this car a lot better. Yeah. Um, I honestly, I, I really 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 want this to work out because of what's been built so far even though you know sony they i can't blame sony because they paid for something Mm -hmm. and they want to use it their way now it doesn't matter that they're using it wrong right but at the same time they're like well we i i remember someone tweeted this or it was an article or something where they basically said Fans are angry at Sony for how they've used Spider-Man or won't you let Marvel use Spider-Man the mm-hmm. way they want to, blah, blah, blah. And mm-hmm. they're like, well, how can you look at a person or a company that pays for something to help another person or company out? And then when that company comes up and is like, hey, we're doing better, so can we have that back? It's like, right. nah, I paid you for this. Right. Like, and you know, to a degree, I understand that. Yeah. I, I truly do. And the movie industry is a cutthroat fucking business, right. so I totally get it, especially when it comes to intellectual property. Um, however, in order for me to not feel like Sony is such trash in this whole thing, I need to know what how long how long was their original contract was that for like ever or was can they renegotiate every 10 years or something um it sounds like it's forever since sony won't fucking let up on it it sounds like marvel just straight up sold spider-man to them for um all eternity well and then tried to come back i think we talked about this on the last one where basically when it comes to those rights for a character like that if a film hasn't been put out in a certain amount of time, mm-hmm. the rights revert back to the originator. Which is probably why we got the Amazing Spider-Man, which no one wanted. Right, because after the first three Spider-Man films, they were the coming up. The contract ran out. Yeah, they yeah. were coming up on a contract running out. I think it's like that between. I think it's between six to eight years. Mm. If you don't have at least something in the works to be right. made in production, right. the rights can revert back. Because that's what happened with Fantastic so, Four. wait, time the fuck out. If that's true, that, that, that means that they're going to make a Spider-Man movie every five years? They could. That's if, trash. They could if they want to keep it in Sony. That's yeah. what I mean. Yeah. Oh, my God. So, Sony is trash. Yeah, they, oh they are. God. Because that's what happened with Fox. Right. The Fantastic Four. That last one with right. Michael B. Jordan and... Uh, Whoever the hell those other people were. I can't right. remember the names of anyone Kate, else who was Kate in it. Kate Mara and Jamie Bell. I Bill. love her. She's, yes. she's awesome. But um, they uh, they only made that film because the rights were about to go back to Marvel. And Fox mm. didn't want to let them go. 
because the X-Men films were coming out every few years. That's so right. they, they didn't have to worry Fantastic about Fantastic Four. Yeah, so they didn't have to worry about X-Men because those X-Men films were making enough money mm-hmm. and they were coming out every three years, so it was mm-hmm. fine. But Fantastic Four hadn't come out in so long, they were like, well, we got to reboot it. That's why I believe the director was Tim Story, I believe was his name or something like that. Well, they took a well, chance. Well, the first on, two, yeah. Well, who was the director on that third one? The one with Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. I think it was it was Josh Trank, and then something oh, happened where familiar. he where he got into a fight with the studios and producers, and he tried bad. to yeah he tried to remove his name from it and yeah. everything. But Josh Trank is also a lunatic. He's also kind right. of crazy. Sounds about right. Um. Which disappoints me because he's he's the one that directed Chronicle and that movie's so good. Yeah, so yeah, because that's how they got Michael B. Jordan exactly. involved. That was a really really underrated film. If you have not seen Chronicle, oh, so go, good. And not Chronicles of Riddick. If you have not seen it, you're lucky. <laughs> go see Chronicle. It's though. just called Chronicle. It's with Michael B. Jordan and Dane DeHaan. Um, there's a third boy which whose is name the doesn't only matter. Film that I like Dane DeHaan in. I don't initially, care for him. They I keep trying I to make he, him a star, and he does not have a he does not have a leading man face. And he's not for he's me. not a matinee idol, so he yeah. can't be a leading man star. He's not Cary Grant, even though they want him to be. I think he's more of an intense indie kind of guy, right? Like Joaquin Phoenix, and I right. feel like that's what they need to do. And that what's that bullshit movie he made with uh, that Luc Besson? Valerian Vahari. Oh, yeah. Oh, Valerian. Some mess like yeah. that was supposed to propel him into this. And I'm that just was like, so bad. First off, I was like, no, no. Such a bad film. It's, you're basing this off a French comic book that no one's even Mm-mm. fucking heard of. Mm-mm. And you're just, so, you're just promoting this on the name of the guy who directed uh, The Fifth Element. Mm-hmm. Um, I hate that movie, but I, I know. I see your face. I tell everybody that. We'll have a conversation about <laughs> that at some point. <laughs> All right. So Whew. anyway... <laughs> So All right, anyway. man. So it's been fun recording back on our <laughs> bullshit, uh, but this might be my last episode. I, Whew, I know. that one I know. hurt my heart. I, I can't. That hurt my soul deep I, down. I, I don't. It's it's it, one of those weeks where I don't get it. Like it, I it, I see how it's enjoyable to other people, yeah. but then I'm just kind of like, well, I don't enjoy it. It's, it's just, so bad it's, that it's that's good. what I mean. That's it's so damn goofy and stupid, yeah. and I'm like, and everybody takes that shit seriously, and Chris. Tucker's damn hair oh, in it, and I'm just oh, like, man. why do y'all like Ruby this Rod, movie? That is such a is such a terribly good movie. No, it is it is how a movie that that's bad movie. should be. If you're gonna make a bad movie, make it bad to where it's okay. Good but see, here's enjoyable. the thing: now you're the only person who's ever acknowledged that it's bad, and oh, they still it's a like terrible it. film. Yeah, but everybody I love else it. tries to fight me on it oh, like it's no, really no, no, great, no, no. like it's oh, this no. groundbreaking action sci-fi, nope. and I'm Mm-mm. like, you've lost your Mm-mm. mind. Mm-mm. This goofy ass little movie. No, like they, that movie. And the rubber alien prosthetics yeah, are terrible. They, had they had they went CG. It could have been a more serious film, made more sense, could have been better overall. It should have the been The premise darker. is okay. Yeah, the premise is a, a decent premise. Not a bad premise. You, you do it the right way, it could be a great film. Mm-hmm. But they decided to go old school. They went with the prosthetics. They built all these suits and it blah, does. blah, It does. It looks like one so of those of drive-in B-movies. Right. But that's <laughs> what made it good. It's like so terrible 
but it's good. Like Luke Perry, rest in peace. But mm-hmm. him being in the beginning, but getting a actual casting credit that's in the beginning of the film. They're like, and Luke Perry, and he's all he's in it for all of a minute I don't and a half. Remember, he was in it. He's Lord in the very beginning me. of the film, and he makes no sense. No, okay, I know? remember now. He's in the desert in those tombs. And yeah, stuff. Okay, I mean, now I remember. God, it was anyway. Ah, all right, anyways. Ah, so. so, so what the fight was about the divorce. Yeah. Um, was about is that producer credit um, right no 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 okay well, like they took kevin feige off of being a producer or something like that like no they did it that's oh. just just mm. just a part of sony's petty statement <laughs> all right petty so thursday so exactly all right so sony put out um the so okay sony is the one that leaked that disney wanted uh 50 co-financing with them mm-hmm. and um keep Feige on as an accredited producer. That's apparently not true. Apparently what um, Disney wanted was 30%. Because, okay, so you got to think about it. Um, Sony was pissed off that they were like, wait a minute, y'all want to jump from 5% of profits to 50% of co-financing. That's a lot. That's a leap. Um, That's 45% increase. But first of all, I'm like, it's Disney. What did you expect? Second of all, from what I understand now, that that was just a, a, a um, just a leaked rumor or mm-hmm. lie that Sony put out in order to make Disney look greedy and bad, mm-hmm. which backfired because everybody hates Sony on this yeah. shit right now because everybody knows Sony just doesn't want to give it up. So it's actually a 30%. So the only thing Disney asked for was like, hey, let's change this 5% to 30% mm-hmm. and you keep Feige on as a producer. Now, Feige's not one of those producers that just yes and no's things. That fool's on set. That fool's giving details. He's really a creative director on these movies. And he knows these comic books in and out. And he knows what these fucking fans want to see. So he's like full on. But he's not, from what I understand, overbearing. Doesn't seem like He doesn't seem like it. He seems like he comes in, gives a few little um, details, says hi to people, make sure they're comfortable. Um goes over the writer's script and be like, well, you can't do this because this happens later and this, you know. So I feel like he's a, a dude that's splitting a whole bunch of pit, um, plates, but he's got them all up in the yeah. air. And, and I, I don't I, feel like he's He sounds like not a perfect boss, but right. he sounds like an excellent, like, balanced boss. He does. He sounds like a very gonna tell balanced you, person. Hey, look, we can't do this, but this is why. Right, this exactly. This is what I'd like to do. This is my vision. Right. Let's try to come together on it. Right. As opposed to coming in and being like, nah, I don't want to hear what you got to say. Exactly. He's like, it does sound that he comes in and says, this is what the fans want. This is the vision I have. This is what we are planning down the road. Right. Um, let's just all work together to make this the best thing it could be. Right. As opposed to... Coming in and being egotistical. Well, I made this. Right. And that's... He's not that homie. It just seems really rare. Yeah. And... It's very... I I mean, we're lucky to have someone like him. from Hollywood. I think he's from comics, got this job in Hollywood, and still has this grounded, nerdy fanboy um, essence to himself. I hope he never loses it. I hope he never becomes one of those douchey movie producers. Honestly, if he hasn't by this point, I don't think he ever will. Because I, I would when, hope so. When you look at, I would hope When you look so. at the last two films, which was one of the things that I noticed today, um, 
which is the thing that put me squarely in Disney's corner, which is rare. Right? I'm um, rarely in Disney's yeah, corner. Rarely. But, um, <laughs> but when they said that his last two films were Infinity War and, and well, you know, Infinity War and Endgame. Mm-hmm. Um, and then his last, last film was Far From Home. Yeah. Endgame, the highest grossing film in movie history. Yeah. Far From Home the highest grossing film in Sony's history. Exactly. So for them to say, well, we want more of the pie, look at how much pie they just let you eat exactly. for all these years. You wouldn't even have this much pie if it wasn't for them. You got as 95% as... of pie, and yeah. you're like, no, nah, we want 102. Yeah. You're like, what? And he's like, <laughs> and he's like oh, well, we want to make another pie, but can I have a bigger piece this time? Exactly. And you're like, nah, homie, I just want you to keep what you got. Like, that's not cool. And that's you why you wouldn't we, even have yeah. what you got if it wasn't for them. Exactly. Look at what you did with Amazing Spider-Man, and exactly. like to say the that third, oh, and the third Venom, Toby one, right? And, and to say that Venom did well, and they're trying to pretend Spider-verse. like Venom didn't suck now, and yeah. I'm just so angry about yeah, that. I'm they like, really are. I was like, no, that movie like did not do as well as it was supposed to. It no. got panned by critics, right. audiences hated it, but now because y'all got Spider-Man, y'all trying to spin this whole own like Spider-Verse mm-hmm. you got going, y'all trying to pretend like Venom was the shit, and I'm yeah. like, y'all lost your minds. Yeah, basically what they weren't able to do before with the Amazing Spider-Man series, it Marvel came and Disney came in and said, well, hey, here's what we would do with it, and Sony's like, oh, hey, thanks for the help. It's like, yeah. Like, like they they couldn't put this shelf together on their own. Yes. And then they go to someone's house and they put the shelf together. I right, man, I'm out. And like they right. don't want to pay you for your time. Exactly. They don't want to buy you dinner. Like, nah, right. man. I this put this together. This is a homie who didn't buy you a pizza after you helped him move. Right. Like, exactly. Like, oh, you, man. You nailed it. That's that, exactly that's what Rec. happened. That's an episode of Parks and Everybody Rec. knows a homie that helps you move, you buy him beer and pizza yeah. afterwards. Yeah. And you at least got to help. Exactly. To move. Like, right? there's an episode of Parks and Rec that was like that. Where they were, like, <laughs> helping homie move, and he's just sitting there on the phone, and he literally orders pizza in front of them, but he orders one pizza just for himself. Oh, my God. And I was God. like, yo, I would have killed him. <laughs> Do you know how much Sony is like, that? Yes. Yeah, so, Sony is that Sony right is. now, you know? And, and I for, think that's what's going on with these negotiations, because yeah. apparently... Disney and Marvel and Kevin Feige came with them with like, hey, um, what we'd like is 30% increase of co-financing. Kevin stays on as producer and as a creative consultant Mm -hmm. or director or whatever um, for the movies. And they were like, actually, we think we don't need y'all. We think we could do this all on our own. Mm -hmm. I don't know why they think that since their last few Spider-Mans before Tom Holland were hot garbage. But they, for some reason, are just kind of like, thanks for the memories. (laughs) And and took their ball and went home. And then then they're mad that people are mad at them. And it's just like, well, you guys don't understand what you just did. Yeah. All right. So let's get into that real quick. So Tom Holland has one more movie on his contract. Mm -hmm. He has to do it, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. So whatever movie he does, Spider-Man movie he does next, it's solely for Sony. I don't know if that implies to Zendaya and uh, the guy who plays Ned. I, Mm. I am so sorry for not knowing his name or anyone else because, you know, Marvel locks people in on fucking contracts. Um, Holland's done Civil War. Uh, he had his own film, Homecoming. 
Then he's got Infinity War Endgame, Far From Home. So that's five. So that means he was probably signed to a six-picture uh, deal, which is usually Marvel standard. Like, hey, you want to be a superhero? You need to do six pictures. Or we'll sign you up for six pictures, but if we only need you for three, then right. we only need you for three. Right. Um, but I don't ever really see them actually doing that because that means you're still paying somebody for six, even though they only gave you three movies. Right. So. Well, if uh, the if the films just do that bad, then they just have you do cameo appearances. Yeah, like, like small that. little cameos, yeah. and they're like, "We'll count." Or this. you end up we'll on Disney this. Plus. <laughs> which is which is I um which happened to Sebastian Stan. Aww. He signed a nine picture deal. He's done either. Six or seven, I think now, hmm. um, and he so he still has like work on his contract, and they could have easily. I think at one point he was he was trying to get out of it. He was just kind of like, all right, end game happened. We don't yeah. need to. And they were like, no, you got to do this TV show. He's like, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's like, all right, I guess I'm I guess I'm sticking around. So he yeah he still had um, work on his contract, and they're, I think they're just like. Um, subsiding that with hmm. like the TV show. Yeah. So Holland has to do the movie. Right. Now um here's the part here here's the part where the future of it sucks. They can't mention Tony Stark. Right. Anymore. Right. Who is a big part of that kid's life and that whole story arc mm-hmm. as his like adoptive son or whatever. So that to me, first off, is just pissing me off. Yeah. Uh, John Favreau, who plays Happy, he has a contract with Marvel, not with Sony, so right. he's not going to appear he's anymore. Not be there, but he's supposed to be dating May. Exactly. And so then... that storyline's dead now, which was cute, and I actually liked it. And then you're setting, you're se- they set up Peter Parker to become like this lead member of this new version of Avengers. Joe said that too, and I never saw that. I, I always did. saw. See, I always saw them building up. Captain Marvel, Black Panther, and Doctor Strange. Right. As as, as leaders. leaders. Yeah. But saying Peter Parker being the most, like, I can't think of the word right now, but just... Um, well, Joe was like, uh, our friend Joe, who's a comic book nerd, at some point we need to get him oh, on Oh, shout show. out to you, Joe. Shout out um, to Joe. I actually talked to him last night and told him about this episode, and he's like, I can't wait to hear you I know. Too. We talked about it yeah. for like a good 20 minutes. I was like, I didn't get home to like damn near one. I was like, yeah. I need to go home. I'm talking to Joe about <laughs> Spider-Man. So, um, but Joe was like, well, they were setting him up to be the next Tony Stark, and I was like, I don't see that. I didn't see it at all. Well, the, the entire Far way. From Home film sets that up because it's him fighting what he feels Tony left to him was to become the new Iron Man to but be to the But to me new that leader. was just grief. That like, wasn't He the, was real. It was grief, but it was also in the note, you know, for the glasses. I mean, mm-hmm. that was why he gave the glasses to No, yeah. Mysterio cuz he it. was like, "Well, yeah. I'm not the next Tony Stark." But Tony believed but- in him. But see, I don't think that's what Tony ever wanted. I don't think Tony ever wanted him to be the next Tony Stark. He just wanted him to be the best version of himself, the best True. superhero he can be. True, but which the is world why he gave needs, him those glasses. But the world needs another Tony Stark. See, I don't. In, in they that need particular, superheroes. I don't need, right. think they need particularly another. Tony well, not Stark. a Tony per se, but they need another person who can lead them. Cap is gone. Right. You know, and... I'm still and angry now, till this day forever. Yeah, Cap is gone, right. and Iron Man is gone. Right. Who's going to be the person that's willing to stand up for us, right, and do the right thing? And, and I think they've been leading right. up to Black Panther being... Okay, so this is how I always viewed it. 
So basically, uh, Doctor Strange, everybody knows, is just magic Tony Stark. Right. I still enjoy him. Love mm-hmm. Benedict Cumberbatch mm-hmm. as um, Doctor Strange, but he's magic Tony Stark. Yes. Tony Stark, science Tony Stark. <laughs> he's magic Tony Stark. Captain Marvel always felt like was going to fill whatever void or hole Thor left as this otherworldly mm-hmm. um, person that occasionally pops in the earth and helps out. But I always felt like Black Panther was taking over Cap's role as like the full-on leader of the Avengers. Mm. So I always felt like they were going to do like an equal replacement. But after their announcement of their Phase Four and what might be happening in Phase Five, um, and then this Fox merger and Mm -hmm. all this kind of stuff, I don't know which direction they're going to take. Because Kevin Feige even said, like, everybody's like, so, homie, when are we getting Avengers 5? He's like, I don't even want to think about that right now. (laughs) It's just like, and then you got the Spider-Man shit happening on top of it. So I'm pretty sure, like, I don't, Kevin Feige don't look like the type of man that would throw a chair across the room, but he threw a chair across the room. You know he did. (laughs) So he's like, I have plans. Yeah, yeah. Because, like, I, uh, I honestly, I never felt that about, T'Challa being mm. the leader of the Avengers, I never felt that. With them I've, I've, I've never back felt him. Everybody's being that person. second movie yeah. that I just mentioned, Strange and um, Black Panther and uh, uh, and Captain Marvel. Like the fact that their second movie is not coming out until like 2022 or something right. like that. That let me know right away that okay, maybe that's not the direction that right. they're going. I just never felt that from this series of films anyway. I mean, for him, he would have to put Wakanda second, and I never see that happening. So I can't see him leading a group of heroes and then being like, well, I have to worry about the rest of the world because... He's been struck. His whole struggle was him struggling to live up to his image of his father, right? And having that image be destroyed, and right. then finding out that he has to be his own leader, right? He has to lead his people a certain way while integrating them into the world. But to then right. take over something that protects the world, right? But Wakanda comes second. I just can't see. No, I've you, never felt that. No, you're absolutely right because I do remember um, when I had those thoughts. I was thinking about that. I was just yeah. like, I don't know. I mean, I know what happens in the comics. Like mm-hmm. he either co-leads with Cap, or at one point Cap doesn't lean and he takes over for like a little right. bit or something like that. And, but yes, you're absolutely right. Like it would mean he'd have to put Wakanda second, yeah. and that was that's never his deal. Right. Um, so yeah, as being like the world leader of the Avengers, yeah, probably not. But I think I, it was just me finding equal parallels in certain characters. Uh, yeah, I just always felt that the way that Far From Home like framed everything, they mm-hmm. were setting Spider-Man up to be this leader, especially with his I secret identity being child taken away. <laughs> being... Well, his with his secret identity being taken away. I didn't like that mid-credit scene. Um, I, was like, I didn't. At first, because, I mean, that's part of Spider-Man's whole thing. Uh, Well, that's why... So, I didn't like it. And I told Joe that. hmm. And Joe's the one... Because Spider-Man's his favorite superhero. And Joe's the one who was like, Well, no. Spider-Man's secret identity is a huge part of him as a character. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know that. I was like, whatever. Who gives a shit? Like, he just say... He can save people now and they just know who he is. He was like, well, no. Like, him keeping who he is a secret is a big deal Mm -hmm. in the comics everywhere yeah. and all that kind of stuff yeah second note also really quick um i keep forgetting about Int- um into the spider-verse mm-hmm. that's also another reason why sony got cocky yeah. they just won an academy award with that right. movie right and I, and I mentioned that when we were talking about venom because right. they they've gotten so big in their britches but what they've forgotten is that those films only got 
as popular as they did because of Civil War and because of Homecoming. And Spider-Man had been made cool again. Yeah, yeah. They They were like, oh, Spider-Man's cool again because by the time the amazing Spider-Man came out, Spider-Man wasn't as cool. It was a little annoying. Yeah. You know, and I I like Spider-Man. He's not my favorite character, but I really enjoy Spider-Man as a character. I never enjoyed him until Tom Holland, I'm going to be honest. So this whole deal falling apart. I have to agree. Hurts my soul. I have to agree. This is the first iteration of Spider-Man that I actually really enjoyed. Yeah. Before that, I was like, eh. Yeah. He's all right. And some of my really close friends idolize Spider-Man. People ride for Spider-Man, homie. Oh, my God. One of my homies... Oh my god, we lived together for a few months. Um, I've known him for like almost four years now. Mm-hmm. He is nothing but Spider Man all day, every day. Dresses up as Spider Man every <laughs> opportunity he can get. Right. He lives, breathes, People dreams, thinks Spider Man. for this and little teenager in tights. And I I'm get just it. like, damn. But I get it for him. You know, that's, mm. that's his character. Like for right. me, like one of my. my I'm one of those people who identified more with the Wolverine character or mm. the Deadpool character. Who, Dude, like, Spider-Man has and Wolverine, so people fucking ride oh, for those man. two hard. Yeah. I thought like Tony Stark stands were fucking annoying, nah. but people ride for Wolverine and fucking Spider-Man mm-hmm. like dick ride. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, and and I don't, I don't, I get it now with Tom Holland Spider-Man because he does he's more appealing to me. I still don't get it with Wolverine. I'm sorry. I still yeah. don't get it. I think the only time I actually really enjoyed him was in the very first X-Men movie mm-hmm. and Days of Futures Past. Yeah. Those were the best ones. Well, I mean, and Logan. Logan. I Logan. did enjoy Logan. Logan. Logan was actually very good. Logan is I thought it deserved its day, Oscar nomination. To this day, it is the best comic book film I've ever seen for me. Hmm. The best one. And it was com- That's not a bad even one though to have. it I got was, no argument. Well, even though it wasn't completely self-contained because it still dealt with characters you knew, mm-hmm. the story was a one-off story. Yeah, it didn't reference any of the other films before it, mm-hmm. and you knew there was no film that was going to come after it that was supposed to reference it either. It mm-hmm. was just a completely standalone film, just with characters that you recognize, and I love that. Um, Wait, really quick, remind me. There's no more mutants, or mutants are hiding again. Uh, mutant, in Logan, the, in Logan, the mutant gene has been genetically pulled from the population through, uh, like they put it into, they put this gene therapy into like the soda and the water and the food and everything, and it attacked the mutant genome okay. and made it to where mutants weren't born anymore. So mutants started to die off. Okay. Because so no I remember there would be there would be something with like there are no mutants or yeah, mutants like are all, dying. all of the okay. mutants that That's were really still alive were being I've hunted. I've watched this movie and I didn't yeah. even pay attention. They were to being that. hunted and persecuted and right. killed off. Right. And then there were no new mutants being born. Right. Um. And no one knew why. And then in the film they reveal that one scientist at the end who dies. He's like, well, yeah, we put we drugged everyone's food and we basically eradicated the mutant genome. We got rid of it. Right. And then we made our own mutants. So those kids were the first I was curious to say, because those kids were all mutants. They were all mutants, but they were genetically made. They were basically bananas. <laughs> you right. know, they were genetically altered to be We that. need to talk about bananas at some point. Not this yeah, podcast, not this but one. I had to Google that. Like, 
I kept seeing stuff everywhere about how bananas aren't the same, bananas uh, aren't real, uh, blah, 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 blah. Uh-huh. I was like, what is going on? Yeah. So I Googled it and started reading these articles. I'm like, wait a minute, bananas aren't real. They nope. died in the 40s? What yeah. happened? Yeah. What are we eating? What, what we have as bananas are not real bananas. They're just oh what God. we've been given as bananas. Right. <laughs> bananas are only supposed to be like this big and like yeah, a different heard, color. Like they look, they look more like plantains. Yeah. That's what a banana should look like. It's more like and a plantain. Taste, yeah. But um, yeah, oh no, we got up in there and Taco Bell the shit out of it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we did. <laughs> but um. But anyway, so circle back yeah. uh, Spider Man, so we can close out. Yeah. I don't know what the future looks like. I don't see a deal happening. It looks it looks bleak, but I, there's still some hope because no Sony's, Sony's gonna have to wake Sony's up because too many brand. people have already said they're not gonna watch whatever Sony puts out. Which no, means that they're everybody's new Venom. gonna want to see the train wreck. No, not I really. Do. I do. I, people can still download it. They can go to a friend's house, or they can wait until it goes on streaming. But as far as those box office oh, numbers, as far as huge gone. box, I don't. They're gone because people make are far already from talk- home money right. at, at all. But they'll get a decent box office to where mm. they can lie and smudge it a it, bit. Nah, and be I don't, like, I don't yeah, even see them. Like, I don't even like see them records. getting that because there are people talking about boycotting Sony movies that aren't Spider Man now. You know how stands are. First you know off, I thought are. only Sony made Spider-Man and, no, Bond they, and James Bond. Yeah. <laughs> well, they, that's they, their big thing right now is they're making this James Bond film, which has taken almost four years to get off the ground. Well, they've, they've made all of them, I think, from what I understand. Or they, they got the rights from James Bond from somebody, yeah. and that's how Daniel... Well, they've been making all the Daniel Craig yeah. versions. But this last um, one, which is supposed to be Daniel Craig's last hurrah, he didn't even do it They've been trying to make first. that movie for like seven years or something. And oh they're making God. it now, and it got pushed back because he got hurt and all this other stuff. So to go through all of this and then have fans saying they're not going to go watch it, like that's, that's going to hurt that bottom line on that film. And then what happens with the next film? Because once something as big as Jane Bond, which doesn't even do big numbers in America anyway... But mm-hmm. if their American numbers are hurt that much, and if China doesn't go watch it mm-hmm. because they're upset about what happened with Marvel, which China's the biggest market at this point, mm-hmm. like they do better numbers than America does for superhero films. Mm-hmm. That's how The Rock has such a good career at this oh, point because his China numbers are right. insane. Right. Um, but if those fans start boycotting all of your films, you're screwed. You're absolutely screwed. Pe- I, it's you know. okay. See, people are all talk, so I'll, we'll see. But we'll see how it goes. Yeah. But, but I, I don't. I don't like, like the way it looks because now we, we live in a we live in a herd society these days where if enough people say they're not going to do something or say they're going to do something, other people just follow suit. And now with the way entertainment is so like easily passed, mm-hmm. you know, the last thing you want to do is give people a reason not to go watch your stuff because. But Even see, me like loving Sony... the go-to movies, I still there's a ton of movies I haven't gone and seen yet that right. I wanted to go see. Right. But I'm just like, eh, I'll watch it later. Eh, I'll watch it later. It's because entertainment's so accessible at home. Exactly. Now. Um, and it's unfortunate because going to like there is nothing like going to a movie in a movie theater. Exactly. It's fucking fantastic. I went Whether to the you're seeing some night. little indie movie or you're seeing some big ass blockbuster. I just went last night to saw I you saw see? a small film. Um uh Ready or Not. Which I got. Way, I want to see that. It was way better than I thought. My it husband was, was be. totally into the trailer till halfway through. He's like, "So they're gonna show the whole movie? I'm not going." Um, <laughs> I will say they don't. Okay. I thought I that too. I still want to see it. I, I thought that too. There's I like only the one scene that they show in the trailer 
that's in the second half of the film. Mm-hmm. The most of the trailer that you see is in like the first thirty-five minutes. Okay. Um. Obviously, the trailer tells you what it's about. So right. when they start hunting her, all you see in the trailer is from the beginning of them hunting her. The rest of them hunting her, not in the trailers at all. Okay. But there's one scene in the trailer I was really upset about when I saw it. When I saw the trailer, I was like, oh, I know that happens towards the end. Why would you even show me that? I'm mm-hmm. really upset about this part because now I'm going to be waiting until that happens. Right. And then I'm going to know the movie's almost over. You could have not shown right. that one. Um, but the ending surprised me too. I, I didn't see the ending coming. Right. Don't right. tell me because yeah, I do, no, do want to see I'm it. I'm telling you so you should go watch it. Your okay. husband will love it. There's the, so much good not... stuff coming out this year. Like, Are I you keep... the one that always picks out the ending of the movie or is it him that always guesses the end? Oh, it's me. It's you? Yeah. I don't think you'll see this one. Because even I feel I, like I know might even, know what it is. Even even I was know. like, uh, I wouldn't be too surprised. And then the ending came, and I was like, they got me. I didn't think that was gonna happen. All right, <laughs> we'll check, I'll check it out. Yeah, but uh, I think Sony is trifling enough to be like, fuck these kids, mm-hmm. like fuck these fans. We're gonna do what we want to do, yeah. whether they have a shitty box office or a decent one or even that, a really good one. That is not intelligence. So I, hopefully they don't do that. I I, I see it I don't see anything, any way this deal is going to get fixed. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like Sony's like, we're going to take our ball and go home. Yeah. Um, little tiny notes. Um, Tom Holland um, unfollowed Sony on, on all his social Ooh. media. Yeah. And his dad had a lot to say on social media about it. I like that. And it wasn't some Jeremy Ritter thoughts and prayers bullshit. Like yeah. his 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 people are riding for it. Yeah. And he's just like I think what Tom Holland should do just fill your contractual obligation. Mm-hmm. But when it comes time to do the press junket and the yeah. press rounds, be salty. Yeah. Just be all up in there. Just be like, so Tom, how's this Spider-Man? Shitty. Yeah. Don't go see it. <laughs> be Amelia Clark during Game Game of Thrones last season. <laughs> right? right? Exactly. Yeah, we did it. We yeah, tried. We did. Okay. we did what they made us do. Right. <laughs> Hoping for the best. Thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers. All uh, right. This has been Back on Our Bullshit. Check us out on Instagram, back on underscore our underscore BS. And on Twitter, it will be back on our BS all underscored.